Last week, you got a free chapter from the System Slash Dating Dictionary on begging. This week, we're going to give you even more, a full Doc Love show, just like you're a Doc Love Club member. Find out more in DWP 324. Welcome to the Dating Women Podcast. Featuring the timeless coaching of Doc Love, the author of The System, better known as The Dating Dictionary, the book that has positively changed the lives of thousands around the world. Find out more at doclove.com and enjoy your free podcast. A new fresh show is delivered to you every Saturday. Now, here is your host, Jeff Stevens. On the Doc Love Club at docloveclub.com, you'll find out why Doc won many awards for his radio show. And in his lifetime, he produced nearly 800 radio shows. And we have hundreds of hours of those radio shows archived at the Doc Love Club. Well, this week, you're going to get one of those hours. And, you know, we still produce one every week because Doc left us a lot of stuff. And it's commercial free this week, by the way. So you're really going to enjoy it. The show is timeless because Doc's advice was timeless. Doc really understood human nature and dating, and you're going to enjoy this hour, again, commercial free. Before we get to it, that system slash dating dictionary, it's changed the lives of thousands around the world. Get your own copy at doclove.com slash dating dictionary podcast. That's doclove.com slash dating dictionary podcast. You can read You Changed My Life letters there and take 10% off. All right. You are a Doc Love Club member this week. Here is your show. Enjoy. The Doc Love Show, dating and relationship tips for men. Find us 24-7 at datingwomenradioshow.com. Now, here are your hosts, Doc Love and Jeff Stevens. All right, welcome to the Doc Love Show. And uh, unfortunately, guys, uh, we couldn't take any callers this week, and we apologize about that. But our host, Blog Talk Radio, we just had some gremlins in there, and we just could not get the callers to connect we're actually doing this episode on skype because you know what guys we always will deliver a show to you we uh you mean everything to us and the doc love club members as doc always says we love you and uh doc hey man it's a uh, it's a different type of show but it's a show nonetheless what's up guy that's all right it's the main thing is this it's all meat no potatoes Absolutely. This, this stuff, this stuff gets, goes very, very deep. But uh, what is the first subject on our uh, list? Well, Doc, it's one of my favorite subjects, observation letter. Oh, yeah. This, you, you like, this is Rod from the Arab world. This guy is born in Argentina, and he uh, works in... Uh, Dubai, in one of those high-rises. Observation letter. Many years ago, my grandmother introduced me to the book, The Art of Loving, written in 1956 by this German philosopher, Eric Fromm. Maybe it's Fromm. Two M's. One of my favorite quotes in the book is the following. Love is a decision. It is a judgment. It is a promise. If love were only only a feeling, there would be no basis for the promise to love each other forever. A feeling comes and it may go. How can I judge that that it will stay forever? 
when my act does not involve a judgment or decision, I can definitely relate this quote to the system and to the fact that that love is always conditional. It's an act that involves judgment, decision, and leads to action. An act that will ultimately keep her interest level where it should be in the 90s. Best regards to you and Jeff. Love the show. Rod from the Arab world. And I've heard of this guy, this uh, Eric Frommer. He's a, uh, he's a philosopher, psychologist, and all that, but it's it's nice to know that some of my stuff, you know, matches his stuff. Makes me feel good. Shows that I'm on the right track. And it came from a guy that I trained with a system. Where did he come up with a letter like that before he met me? No way. Look but, at what happened. And the fact that he could observe that, that's really, that's yeah, really cool. Yeah, he observed it. He went out and he saw something. That's what it is. We got, you know, you change my life letters. And where the guy is, uh, you know, down in the dumps, and uh, now he's going over the hot one. That's the deal. But there's other things. And this this observation letter, um, it just happened because people would start sending us stuff that ran parallel to the system in many different ways. So it's very interesting. Good company, then. Good company. Uh, let's talk about something to do with the system, Doc. And it's actually something that's coming up on our podcast soon. And we're going to be releasing one of the system audio chapters on power. And of course, guys, you know, we don't we don't do that all the time. But every once in a while, we give you a little treat for following our podcast. And if you haven't been on the podcast yet, check it out at Dating Women Podcast. And you can just search that out on your favorite podcasting service. Most people use Apple Podcasts. But, Doc, uh, power. And it's a great word. Yeah. And yeah. You know what I like about it? It sounds so unromantic. <laughs> <laughs> but it's truthful. The power is a big. The, the power goes to the one with the lower interest level. Now here's the hard part. You see this girl, and your interest level is 88, and hers is 70. So we got to take that 70 and get it above mine, so I can relax and get into the 90s. We got to make sure we're going to keep it there. But we got to be cool and be aware that. I'm gone too fast over this woman. She's a stranger. Just think of the word slowly. Absolutely, Doc. And the one thing about this is is that guys don't realize that when you are in a dating situation, that it is so easy for her to put you in a category of saying, you know what, this guy's just a wimp. I can do anything I want with him. And... She can toss you aside. And even the nicest girl, even the sweetest girl is going to recognize when, as George Costanza used to say on Seinfeld, when you don't have hand, <laughs> he says, I don't yeah, have right, hand. He says, I don't have yeah, hand. Hand, hand was a, yeah, hand was a euphemism for interest level. Exactly. Exactly. And the one thing I've kind of noticed is that a guy and maybe... Maybe not every guy does this, but a lot of guys do this, is, is that they let that physical attraction they have for that woman cloud their judgment as to what they're actually getting into. Yeah. yeah. Well, the old saying, you can't tell a book by its cover. I mean, how many 
millions of years has that been around? You don't. You'll know her after two years, and you're studying the system. Then you will. And then we're going to be married for 44 years. And I'm going to be happy because the system teaches me how to make her happy and keep her happy. So, Doc, let's talk about, and, uh, you know, as we go down the list here, how about trust? I was interviewing a woman the other day. She had a Ph.D. from Stanford. She talked kind of funny. I guess it was all those brains. But um, I said, let me ask you a question. She's about 45. Are you divorced? Or she says, no, I'm divorced. And I said, uh, well, why'd you get rid of them? He says, uh, she says, uh, there was no fire. And the other thing was, and this is the other half, which is extremely important with me and with all women, is trust. That's right off the, that's right off the triangle on page eight. I said, uh, give me your definition. She says, trust is reciprocal. Is reciprocal trust is the stone, solid foundation of any relationships. That's hers. Hers is number one. Yours loyalty, but but hers is hers is trust. That means when you say something. A promise do, uh, to do something, do it. And don't ever exaggerate. And men, by the way, in case you guys didn't know this, you guys are the worst liars. And you're dealing here with a kitty cat with a sixth sense that she knows what's going on. She's looking you right in the eye. And she can tell right or not you're giving her a, a truth or you're giving her a, a whopper. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because what it does is, when you start chipping away at trust, she starts talking to her girlfriends, and the girlfriends say, well, how, how, how many other things have he, has he lied about or exaggerated about? So if you make a mistake, own up, apologize, say it won't happen again, and then, you know, let's see what she does. That's all you can do. But don't make the mistake to begin with. But reciprocal trust is the stone solid foundation of any relationship. And I thought, any, any. I said, oh, you mean business? And she looks at me and she says, any. <laughs> nice talking to you. But it was, it was another interview. Right off the triangle. She has to trust you. So anything comes out of that mouth, is this going to come back and bite me? down the road does she really need to know this does this make her really really like me a lot more does this make her laugh she'd ask ask all these questions before you run off at the mouth and bury yourself trust no stories no BS no exaggeration and here's another thing Always be on time. Never be late. Never, ever be late. And why is that, Doc? Why is it so important to be on time? Because he lied. He said he'd be here at 6 o'clock. He was here at 6.40. He lied to me about the time. Guys don't see it. I'm just late. What's the big deal? I'm here. But you gave your word. You said a number. 
Uh, I read a, you know, Getty, the guy that had all the oil way back when? Oh, yeah, yeah, J. Paul Getty, right? Yeah, I read his biography, and uh, if you were late for a meeting, he'd never t- ever talk to you again. Wow. He's, he's figured wow. he's worth like $48,000 <laughs> an hour or some ridiculous thing. Wow! If you were a well, and so, so you, that can happen in with that can happen with women too. <laughs> they she might not talk to you again. Yeah, you don't want that to happen. Yeah, you want to be the one not talking to be decide to leave, not her. So, Doc, you know we, we we we've talked about this before, but and I think we should bring it out on the show and keep it light, keep it funny. No heavy subjects, no put downs, no negatives, all that stuff. And, you know, what I like about a show like this is even though it's a bummer, we can't take callers right now. Often you and I don't get a chance to talk one on one like this and really expand into some areas of the system that maybe we wouldn't normally talk about. Because, again, we're taking care of callers and that's the primary mission of the show. And unfortunately, the technical glitches prevented us from doing that tonight. But, Doc... When you are, when you came up with all that stuff, keep it light, keep it funny, no heavy subjects, all that stuff, da, 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 da. When you came up with all of that, how did that all come together? I kind of, I guess it's kind of more of a history lesson of the system here. Where did all that come from? And when did you find out how vital that was? You mean through interviewing the women? Yeah, I mean, when did you discover and how did you discover that keep it light? Oh, I know. Let me tell you. I had a friend who was a futurist. These are the guys that solve the problems of the future we don't even have yet, okay? One of these guys. Guy was brilliant. I said, I gotta write a book on dating. He said, don't do that, write a dictionary. I said, what do you need a dictionary? Right, you call it the dating dictionary. And what you do is interview women and three by five cards and write down what they say. And like when you have interest level, put she likes me. Well, with time, these individual words have grown and gotten bigger and bigger and bigger, but at the same time never contradict each other. So it was just pieces. It was just pieces that I got here and there, here and there. The, one of the best ones, I think, that really turned me on the challenge was I was talking to this biker girl and it was a bunch of bikers got together at the beach and I, I was just walking through the crowd looking at these girls and I asked this guy hey can I talk to your girlfriend he says yeah take her home I don't care I said what a loose guy this guy is she's a knockout wearing leather outfit I said uh, you in love with this guy she says yeah I said well what did he do she said he didn't call me soon enough I said what do you what do you mean Every guy calls within 48 hours, two, two, two days, every guy. Nobody waits longer than two days. So I write that down, then I start asking other women, by the way, how fast, oh, what are two days, what are two days, what are two days, what are, so I thought, wait a minute, what if we didn't follow that pattern, would that make her look at us differently? Because she's a born, detective and we're throwing her off now every guy calls her to 48 hours and they're all on boot hill buried so so what i then what i did was i thought well what if you went three four five you know 
well, I could go a week, I could go a month. But what hit me was, is by slowing it down, what you do is she's looking for these tactics, and she'll bring it up later. She's, by the way, you know, how come you haven't called me? Or, gee, you sure didn't uh, show much interest out of the shoot. I'm surprised you called me. Or, well, hello, stranger. How are you doing? She's giving you woman ease. You used a different approach, and she likes it. It's real different. She can't figure it out. She figured you're a gamer, you're a playboy or something, or whatever. It doesn't make any difference. But she's intrigued by it. It's refreshing. You're not like all these other guys who want to take her to mom's house for spaghetti next Sunday. That's the difference. That's the difference. And when you tweak that, but what happened as a byproduct, I thought, well, what if you went five to nine days? I mean, we are really stretching it now. And I think I told you guys, I go to radio shows around the, two or three radio shows a week around the United States. And I don't say that anymore, because the women called the station and said, this guy's nuts. Can you believe that? I'm telling you, hold back five to nine, I didn't say, I didn't say five to nine months. And maybe the guy's busy, you know, maybe his boss has a project. Maybe he just uh, uh, moving into a new place and he's moving, or whatever. There's no rule. So I just say, don't call them within two days when I go on these radio shows, because otherwise the women will all call up and say, get rid of this guy. But the, here, was, here was the byproduct that I wasn't even looking for. This biker gal, she says, he didn't call me within two days. And uh, nobody does, she says, nobody does that to me. She says, look at me. <laughs> Okay, okay, does he own guns? <laughs> but anyway, the point is this. By her telling me that, the girls are now calling you. Because you don't call fast enough, we reverse the power, and you stop. It's like you're chasing her across the field, and she looks back, and now you're walking. So she walks, and then you stop, then she looks back. This is Adam and Eve way back when. So all of a sudden, Eve says, what's wrong with you? He's not chasing me anymore. So she turns around, she walks up a little bit. And then Adam walks back a little bit. It's a dance. It's a love dance. But what happens is, women will start to call you and ask you out. Not all of them, but some of them. But here's the key point. You now hold a rejection card. You're the guy in charge. She's chasing you. You can say no. You're going to say yes, of course. But the point is this. If you call her, it's 50-50. When she calls you, it's 100%. So A, it raises interest level. And B, because it's different from all the other guys, all the guys she got rid of. And some of them, some of them will go so far as to call you up and ask you out. They'll say, you know, we've been out five times. And then you, you're going to say, she said five. She's a born detective. She's counting everything. That's the way they think. Most men don't, sorry to say. Let's, uh, you, before we get back to the list, Doc, because I have a curiosity, and again, this is just a rare treat because you and I don't often get to dig in so deeply on these subjects, but the one thing... Yeah, yeah when I'm answering questions, I mean, I'm... I'm, I'm like an Uzi. I'm just you know, letting it out. 
but this this one can be a little more philosophy. Look, think of like a college class. But uh, you guys, I try to throw a different angle on the same principles. That's the key because you guys got to eat, drink, and sleep this stuff. You have to. You have to. I don't want you ending up with somebody who's going to take your kids away from you. And that there's a po- good possibility that can happen. And, and now your parents don't talk to you. How would you like that? That's not very nice. Well, let me delve into something that we have weaved through articles. We've weaved it through the radio show. We've weaved it through our social media. And the one tenant that is really kind of bonds the system together because all of the principles in the system would not work if you gave up. And the one thing you always tell guys is never give up. And Doc, you have a, I would have to say that you have a, your history shows that you would never give up. And you bring that to the system, or that you never did give up, I should say. Because yeah, I, start, I, started, you know, I started interviewing 35 years ago, and uh, up, up in L.A. I did seminars. I used to give speeches to Kiwanis and Lions. I went on TV stations. And, uh, you know, I couldn't get the second plate. But I never, I never gave up. I said, I have these girls down. I just have to find somebody that believes me. Yeah, didn't you sell, like, for like 15 years before you got on AskMen.com? Didn't you sell? Oh, like- yeah, yeah. From, yeah, 85 to, to, uh, 85 to uh, 2000. Couldn't get arrested. Like one book a month or something like that? No, when I first got, uh, no, no, the first, the first, the first month, uh, yeah, yeah, it was like one book a month. But no, one or two books a month for like six, seven years. Then, then I got on Ass Men, and Ass Men got lucky and took off, and they dragged me up. So I got a, I got a, I got a lot of uh, thank yous for those guys for uh, you know picking me up and allowing me to uh, write for them. Well, let's talk Great about guys. let you yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about the mindset that you brought because again, I'm bringing this back to dating because so many times in this world we want that instant gratification. Yeah, we got our iPhones, and we're gonna click that app and we're going to get instantly instantly to whatever web page we want to get to or we uh or we can send our thoughts out immediately by twitter or we go and uh, have doordash deliver us a meal within 20 minutes and what people i think are starting to lose is is that persistence and consistency are really important and that's what the system says and that's why some guys have not the doc love club members but some guys have trouble grasping that because they don't want to go through all those lean years doc for 15 years seriously at every uh, a lot of points you could have given up and you probably in a lot of ways maybe did want to give up so maybe talk to these guys about the mindset that you adopted to never give up the belief that you had well, I, I would look in the mirror and I, I would say I would look at myself in the mirror and I'd say do you understand women and I waited like 10 seconds and I said yes I wasn't, I wasn't BSing I, I knew I knew this but I, could, I couldn't get arrested. So what kind of mindset did you do, I mean, did you have to really get you through can, all that? You can, yeah, it, it would be like me if, if, I'm, if I'm rolling the dice 
and the dice are going. And I, every time I roll the dice, I win. Can you walk away from the table? No, not in that case, no. Yeah, I got, you know, I, I, this radio show should be in Central and South America. It should be in India. Number one radio show in India is Doc Love from America. That's what I see. I got one guy, Vish. <laughs> this is the observation letter. Vish, that's it. The best guy in India. I don't give up. I don't, I don't look at the 1.3 billion I don't have. I look at the one guy I do have. I got Vish. And he writes phenomenal observation letters. Mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. I couldn't, I couldn't match it if I had to. But I brought it out of him. The system brought it out of him. That's the key. That's the key. And you, this opens up other parts of your brain. And when it carries over, it's unbelievable. And I didn't, I didn't, I thought it was a dating book that has a life of its own and it continues to grow. And on the eighth page where the triangle is, all those words, they're all in there. They're all, and they get bigger and bigger and bigger for subdivisions. And then when two of them clash, we call it advanced class. We came up with that like five or six years ago. Just, just new stuff. It happens. But other than that, basically, the only thing we've changed is you, actually you're not going to go out with her for 60 days. The number should be 90. One small point in the book. And the other thing is we can now call her on Sunday and ask her out for something. But we're not going to call her on Friday and Saturday and ask her out for those two days. We can do that. But these are just because of, because of technology. That's the thing. Well, we're, we're, but, but, we're being... The, a, we're, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, we're being a little tongue-in-cheek here by saying, you know, there's one guy in India. Because literally, Doc, you've helped thousands of guys around the world in your career, and we continue... Oh, yeah, there's 200 countries. I got everybody else. Yeah. We're working on India, we're working on <laughs> India right now. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, we got our focus. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run, I'm gonna run, I'm gonna run the kingdom of Calcutta with Doc Love. <laughs> but here's, here's the thing: is let's get back to guys not giving up, and we'll get back into the list in a second here. But uh, so, Doc, you are speaking the truth, really, because this is the truth that you've lived. You've never given up, and you've brought this system, the Dating Dictionary, the Doc Love Club, the Mastery Series, our blog, our Facebook, our podcasts, all that stuff you brought because you never gave up. So, Doc, why don't you speak directly to the guys right now? In fact, like, let me pretend right now that I'm a guy and I say, well, I'm X number of years old. You sound like a guy. Yeah, I do. I do sound like a guy. But all right, how about this? I'm, I'm X number of years old. I don't. I, I don't, young. I, young, uh-huh. young, young, young. Uh, you know what? Even I got. Oh, you slipped. I slipped. Big mistake. <laughs> I love Huge it. mistake. I'm X number of years young. Exactly. See you guys out there. See what I got to put up with. See what you. Well, you know, he's auditioning for new sidekicks tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> But here, here's the thing. I'm X number of years young. I never found a girl or, you know, I haven't had a good relationship in five years. Doc, I'm just going to give up. Doc, what do you say to a guy that has that mindset? Because I'm sure there's guys listening right now yeah, that uh, maybe do. What you're, what, you're do, what you're doing is uh, you're believing there's no hope. I don't care the odds of you getting you a girl or one in ten trillion. 
but at least you believe in the one. You have hope. But what happened is you don't. You you gave you gave up on hope. You threw the towel in. You let them beat you, and you might go to your grave and not have a girl. But the point is, right to the very end, I'm going to get her yet. That has to be your attitude. If it's any less than that, she's going to notice it. And you're not going to be able to keep her. You're going to blow the lead. That's the thing. But never give up hope. And remember this. There's an old saying. It doesn't go to the best or the brightest. It goes to the one who didn't give up because he was determined. That's a really great statement. I mean, a really great statement because, again, it's persistence and it's consistency. I really believe that. I really believe well, that. Yeah, but, you have well, to what, do what that, what, uh, do, do NFL coaches use those two words ever? Oh, yeah, I'm, sure, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of them uh, use it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All day long. Coaching an NFL team, it's the same thing. The principles are the same. So, That's why the system is what I call a universal truth. That a lot of things they do, a lot of things they do in the uh, NFL, like uh, who, who's that coach you like a lot? Oh, geez, there's a there's a lot of coaches that are really great. Uh, I tell you, one of one of my I was a big fan of, and he goes way back in the day. It's it's before before I started watching the NFL before I was born, actually. Oh. But Paul Brown uh, was a, a great coach. He he brought a lot of innovations. Uh, to the NFL. I'm a student of the game and uh, that guy was amazing. A lot of like Bill Walsh who had that West Coast offense, they kind of give him credit for being the father of the West Coast offense, but the concepts came from Paul Brown and the West Coast offense is a, a staple in the NFL. So that guy was just an innovator and a great, great coach. They talk about, you know, consistency and they talk about discipline it's all, the, it's all the same. People don't realize it. It's all the same. Well, so let's get back to the list, Doc. And uh, we have our rare chance to get through our entire list tonight. So we're going to take advantage of it. And uh, what about only cards count? What does that mean? Let me read this to you. Just one second. Okay, here we go. Instead of a birthday card, my sister sent me a text message that was a cute smiling face plus three words and it came at 9.30 p.m. I feel slighted. Should I say something? Apparently she gave her uh, this sister a gift and this woman says she screwed up because she says here it is right here yes first let her know you were you were happy. She remembered your birthday your birthday. Next, this is where she's wrong giving advice. Get honest without assigning blame. How are you going to do that? It's a negative and it's a put down. But by the way, you hurt my feelings. You can't do it. This woman's getting advice in a magazine. And uh, what is this? Oh, yeah, ARP, ARP, ARP. You know, for old geezers. Anyway, first let us know you were happy by the remembering. Your birthday next. Get honest without assigning blame. Keep your mouth shut. If you feel you can be vulnerable, share that receiving receiving her text made you feel unimportant. Oh, the sister's gonna say, 
gee, I'm going to change my personality. I've been this way 38 years. But I'll just click my heels and my, you know, like uh, Dorothy in Kansas and change. You're not going to change people. Your sister's always been like this. Horrible advice. Anyway, then they get a, they get a, a family therapist from San Diego. He says, we only know our side of the story. The tough conversations allow us to acknowledge your expectations and facilitate future growth. Anyway, this is what you do. You, when somebody gives you a gift or they do something nice, you go down to Walmart and you get 10 thank you cards for five, five bucks. Then you go to the post office and you get forever stamps, they're 52 cents, and you put on there, then you stamp your name in the corner and you wait. And when you go over to your girlfriend's house and you say, oh, Mrs. Krikorian, I want to thank you very much. I love the rice pilaf, it was fabulous. Then what you do, you go home and you send a letter to the girlfriend's mom. Say, Mrs. Krikorian, I wanted to tell you how much I enjoyed dinner, especially the rice pilaf. That really made my evening. Thank you, thank you for allowing me into your home, and I had a wonderful evening. You don't email that. It's an insult. But you take time to write a card, and a lot of people just say, Hi, thanks for the dinner, Johnny. <laughs> no, no, no. You're going to name something. Or if you got a gift, if you got a gift in the mail, you're going to find something on that gift you like, and you're going to bring that up in one sentence. You know why we do this? Because then we get another gift, because nobody else does this. Cards. Only cards count. And it's real easy. You get 10 of them. You get, you're all prepared. Forever stamps. You want to show class. Maybe you might uh, use it in a... Uh, you meet some guy and uh, you exchange cards. Maybe you want to go to work for him or something. You could send him a little note. Hey, thanks for uh, talking to me the other night. I was thinking about something. That 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 that. And then call him. Maybe he'll give you a job or something. He, if you new mail a card, you're telling everybody you're a classy guy. Maybe you're a bum, but people notice this type of stuff, especially successful people. People live in nice big houses with swimming pools. They notice this. People that drive German cards, they notice this. Only cards count. You always want to show class, just like Cary Grant. And I'll tell you something, too, that, and a guy is probably listening right now and saying, well, what does that have to do with dating? Well, I'll tell you what, and I'm going to answer that. mom, that's what it has to do. Dinner at mom's house, that's what it has to do with dating. Well, and and I'm also going to answer that as well, and I want you to react to this, Doc, is is that I think that when you adopt a classy persona and you decide that from the inside out you are going to be classy, it's going to show in so many different ways. It's going to take you in a direction that you might not have gone and that she might not have noticed. I mean, you won't you won't know all the things that are going to mean something to her as she sees you go about your day. And if you adopt a classy mindset, then you're going to attract a classy type of girl. It's just you have a better odds, I should say, of attracting that classy Ms. Wright. Yeah, it depends, depends what you want to spend 42 years with. It's a long time if she's not the right one. Indeed. 
Well, let's <laughs> let's talk about what women really mean. And uh, it's, is this an observation from Daniel? I see that you have that name. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's that, and it's. Um, let me read it here, and we'll see what he has to say. What does he say? Have they act one way to your face, and then completely different over the phone via text, or maybe they completely disappear altogether. Today we are going to dissect what people reality, what people really mean when they say certain things. This is from Daniel. Well, thank you, Daniel. Where's this guy from? I don't know where he's from. But anyway, it's from Daniel. We got some good stuff here. Uh, you're on the first date, and she says to you, what made you decide to go out with me? Interpretation. Let's talk about our favorite subject for a bit. Me, my self-esteem could use a little boosting from some flattering. I'm looking for validation. The subject of me is the most important, is the most interesting one out there. Also, I like to know how my profile is working for me, and if there's anything I could do to beef it up to help me get more dates. It's interesting. So let's do this again. What made you decide to go out with me? Uh, you, you just put a smile at her and said, uh, because, I'm, because I'm really, really lonely and I'm looking for a mom to date. Something silly. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna touch that question. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna give this girl. A, she wants a compliment. What made you decide to go out with me? You you can say this. Well, I asked eight girls and seven turned me down. <laughs> Let's see what she says to that one. Interpretation. Let's talk about my favorite subject for a bit. Me, my self-esteem could use a little boasting. For some flattery, I'm looking for validation. The subject to me is the most interesting one out there. Also, I like to know how my profile is working. And if there's anything I should change or beef up a bit, tell me get more dates. What do you think of that one? Yeah, and that's, uh, you know, like you just said earlier, I mean, and, and, and that definitely bears repeating in that she's trying to turn the conversation onto herself. She's yeah. look, looking for validation, maybe has lower self-esteem. And like you said, Doc, you're just not going to play into it. You're just going to make kind of a yeah, fun, it, you're making going to make kind of a funny and move on. Yeah. See, this is why we don't go out to dinner for three and a half hours. This is why we go to Starbucks for 60, 65 minutes. Because when this girl comes out of the chute like this, you know, you just go, you know, after maybe uh, eight minutes, you say, I'm going to sit here and um, I'm going to go back and forth with this girl and I'm going to put on a con show. But I'll never see her again, ever. No. And, you know, here's another thing, too, Doc. Uh Guys get a case, we've talked about this a few times on the show before, but guys get a case of the guilties when they decide that they don't like a woman and they don't want to go out with her anymore or if they have to break up with her. And, you know, and again, you yeah, are... You know, that's, a, that's, a, that's a very strange phenomenon. I've noticed that. Yeah. You know, and, and when you think about all the girls that did you under, <laughs> when you're ready to jump off a building, you know, and they, they don't... They're not trying to hurt you. They just want to forget you and get away from you. And you're trying to think, 
gee, I wonder if I cruised her house. Maybe I could call her up. Maybe I could buy her a fur coat. It's over, buddy. It's over. Yeah, I've always thought that, you know, when a breakup occurs, and we've written about this in the advanced system class before, but when she breaks up with you, women are strategic, and she's planned this probably better than, like, the great generals in history plan a battle plan. And Oh, yeah. And yeah once, dude, what happens is once that interest level goes 51.49, she says, I'm out of here. Now, she's going to wait for 10 more points. But what they do, like the married women, uh, what they do is they lose 20 pounds, they get plastic surgery on their body, they start hiding money from the husband, they get 20 grand worth of dental work on their teeth. This is all, this is all for, for leaving. Or if you're going with a girl, and by the ninth month she says, uh, I don't know, I'm just not feeling it anymore. I'm just, I loved you, but I just don't love you anymore. I don't know what's wrong with me. And then your, your, your interest level is 98, and you're going, what, what, what do you mean? I thought everything was perfect. Actually, the interest level start dropping about four and a half to five months. And we're going 98, 96, you know, 91, just a couple points, drip, 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 drip. But 51.49, I'm gone. And that's the way it is. So the thing is this, system guys know when it goes from 95 to 85. That's what system guys know. But most guys don't know. And what happens is, when it's 95, everything is perfect. That rare moment in time when you could do no wrong. And then it goes to 85, and you notice this, she's not touching you as much. Just a little teeny bit left. And you say, well, I don't know, maybe I don't want her to think I'm jealous or possessive. So, yeah. And then when it hits 70, you're touching her all the time, and she's not touching you back. And then when it gets to the 60s, she said, hey, those shoes and belt, they don't go together. You look like a clown. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, this girl told me what a great dresser I was. Yeah, when her interest level was 95, and we're going, we're going south, then 55, the big argument. Well, I don't have to take this. After all I've done for you, when you go out with a girl, somebody's going to drop somebody. Okay, you marry her. There's a good chance you're getting divorced, and she's going to drop you. You know, if you look back in your life, you say, well, I had 20 dates. Yeah, and 19 dropped you. How many did you drop? Got to be How very few. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's, see, that's, see what a guy does, he doesn't want to look at his, his numbers. He doesn't want to look at his, his track numbers. Everybody keeps numbers. In the NFL, you know, he completed, uh, you know, 64.7% of, of the passes. You know, blah, blah, blah. They got all these numbers. Everything is numbers. It's sales. What's the bottom line? How many did you sell? Just give me the numbers. I don't care about anything else. But I want you guys to get a good woman, treat her well, and don't screw up and... At first two years, it's extremely important. You get to figure out what's going on between her ears and uh, add up to stuff you don't like and uh, don't let it go over 10%. You won't be able to handle it. Human nature. 
Well, let's talk about some old-time dating rules, Doc. What's up with that? Oh, I got no. I got some more of the other stuff. Oh, okay. Let's do it. I got. I got more. Da- I got. Yeah, I got. I got eighty pages of Daniel. Oh, perfect. Okay, he, he, great. he was good on. I like this first one. I like this first one. Okay, the girl says, "I'm really busy with work right now." Interpretation: You're going to hear me say this throughout our entire relationships, and I can tell you that I have warned you up front. Relationships are not my biggest priority. They're more for entertainment when I have time. Boy, this guy's brutal, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm really busy. I'm really busy with work now. The thing is, uh, you know, my interpretation is she's just not interested. You know, she didn't give me the number. She's not interested. She gave it to me. I called her up. She wasn't around with me. Uh, she made the date. She broke it. I'm out of here. Boom, 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 boom. Numbers, numbers, numbers. You know, I was thinking about I was. I had this truck, and I, I had 13 people come to my house to buy my truck. 12, for one reason or another, didn't show up. They didn't have the money. <laughs> Just like dating. Number number 13 came up. He gave me the cash. Filled up the paperwork, and he was gone in 10 minutes. He got a hell of a truck, Toyota. But the, you think, well, who are these people? Are they lonely? Are they looky-loos? Why is this girl going out me? Does this girl really like me? What am I dealing with here? What's her background? You know, how many guys has she been out with? Were they all great guys or were they bums? These are things men never think about, sorry to say. And you got to think about all of that stuff. Otherwise, if you don't piece all the pieces of the puzzle together, so to speak, then you could end up with a real mess. You could end up with a puzzle that uh, doesn't look like the photo on the box, that's for sure. Yeah, she's, I'm really busy with work right now. Forget it. Forget it. It's womanese. But I look at it this way. She's not going out to me with low interest level. So she's saving me money. To me, she's an honest woman. She's not saying, I have, by the way, I have 38% interest level. Otherwise, I would go. That's what you want to hear. You're not going to hear that. They no. don't speak English. No, and it's up to you to interpret. Interpret, but don't take it personally. Have fun with this. You know, they don't speak English. English words, but their meanings are different. That's all. I, t- I do phone coaching with guys in Australia. I can barely understand them. Anyway, number three. Why are you single? The answer, of course, is because I've been waiting for you. This is called a hard interview. When she says, uh, why are you single? Or she says, what made you decide to go out with me? This is too heavy. Keep it light, keep it funny. No heavy subjects. And the hard interview is she wants to, she doesn't want to spend a lot of time with you. So how much do you make? How many kids do you want? What church you go to? You know, da 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 da. You're thinking you should have just mailed her a form for employment. Why are you single? Interpretation. You're attractive and seem like you have your stuff together. Okay. I haven't seen any crazy signs yet, but I'm a bit insecure and I feel like I'm missing something here. Do other people think you are attractive too? He's taking this girl seriously. He should have said, you want to play? Yeah, I want to play. Okay. Why are you single? You started off. Flip it back on her. Yeah, you don't have to be on the defensive. 
Yeah, I, I'm not knocking what he's saying. He's he's a two, but I but I'm here to tell you guys what to come back with. I'm really busy with work right now. Well, could I call you maybe mm, January fifteenth, twenty thirty six? I don't want to pressure you. I don't want to pressure you. Absolutely, I don't believe in pressure. You know, when, when you're eighty eight and a half. Yeah, that's why you got to have fun with this. You got to. You, you, this mating dance in America, you got to look at the funny side of it. You cannot take women personally, and you got to have fun, and you're going to go out, and you're going to get kicked in the teeth once in a while. But as you study more, and you get better, you're going to start winning some boxing matches. It's going to happen. Number four, why did you get divorced or break up with your ex? Because I saw a singles ad with your picture. That's what you say. Interpretation. I'm not at all that creative and don't understand boundaries. So let's talk about the one thing I know we have in common. He's on the defensive. The fact that we're single, no, that's her. The fact that we're single and have been in relationships in the past make me feel good about myself because I want to hear about how bad your ex was. I disagree on this one. Uh, what do you think? I'm going to read this, Jeff. You tell me what you think. I don't... I don't sure. I, okay, this is, this is what she's saying. Why did you get divorced or break up? You know, okay. So whatever, anyway, she says, I'm not all that creative and don't understand boundaries. So let's talk about the one thing I know we have in common. The fact that we're single and been in relationships in the past make me feel good about myself because I want to hear about how bad your ex was. And then you say, "No, nah, she was a great gal." No, no. I, 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 I mean, would, I would, they're, they're, it, it's not her business. No, I, as I hear that, I mean, yeah, it's definitely you don't want to get into too much talk about your exes and all that stuff. But that, I, that's that's on the out list. Yeah, but the thing is, the thing is, is I'm a little less harsh than this guy is about that because if she just does it and kind of lets it go from there, it could be just conversation. It's curiosity. And, and I can almost give people a break because sometimes you don't know what to talk about when you're with a stranger. And yeah, if, yeah, right, if, right. Yeah, yeah, you're I, right. You're I guess right. I guess what I'm saying is I'm just a little less harsh than he is on that point. Cool. Okay, number five. My <laughs> my ex was crazy. She was a nar- narcissist. I can't say this word. Narcissist? Narcissistant? Narcissistic. Narcissist. Narcissist. What narcissist, a hard word. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot that guy. A lot of syllables. And she was a drama queen. Interpretation. I was the victim in my last relationship and caused every... Otherwise, normal people to go insane. Oh, yeah, he married a bad one. He married a bad one. You know. But uh, on the first date to talk about other... Number one, men don't talk about other women. Except dear old mom. That's it. You don't talk about other women. But I like, I like, I like what he's saying as interpretation. But the point is, the point is this. I don't think most women want to know why uh, that that uh, you dropped that girl. I don't. I don't think that's 
that comes up. They want to know the numbers. Where do you live? Where are you going? How many kids you got? You know, oh, two divorces. They don't want to know. I don't think they want to know the gory details. Two divorces, that's enough. Number seven, excuse me, number six. What are you looking for in someone? Somebody who didn't sound like a cop when I'm talking to her on the first date. No, you can't say that. What are you looking for? Okay, well, okay. I want you to lay your cards out there and tell me something really personal before you know me. Rush job, hard interview. I need to know that I should, I, I need now what I should hide from you and want to find out if I'm disqualified from dating you. What the hell is she talking about here? Why are you looking for on someone? Interpretation, I want you to lay your cards out there and tell me something really personal before you know me. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what that no, is. No, right no, no, yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, kind of, but the thing is this. She's trying to after drive... I know, after I know you, I'll tell you something personal. Well, she's trying, to draw, trying to yeah, draw... She's trying to draw, draw him out. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, this girl's alone. I just, you know, just I've, go I've had girls. I've had, I've had girls ask me this. I mean, just but go I out and have fun. Have fun. Yeah, I just give them a wise guy answer. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't play their game. Here she says, I need, I need to know what I should hide from you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this girl's trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, time to see the psychotherapist. Number seven, I'm just looking to have fun right now, which means I have, I don't want to have any fun with you. That's what it means. That's what he says. I'm not willing to commit, although I will act like we're in a relationship and then and then down the down the road in a couple months from now when things start when things start to get serious, I'm going to remind you I'm just looking to just to have fun. Ah yeah, honest, I like it because it's honest. Okay, what she's saying is, my interest level, we just came up with this five or six years ago. Men drop women at 49. Women don't do that. They stay around longer. Finally, I figured it out. The reason they stay around longer is they don't leave at 49. They leave at 39, and they don't come back ever. But there's a group of women called professional daters, and that's what this woman is. That's what Daniel is describing here. Well, I'm just looking to have fun right now. Well, I mean, when a woman does that, because a relationship is very important to a woman, and, and actually, Doc, it's amazing. We've gotten to the last five minutes of the show here, and uh, we got the, uh, want to let the Doc Love Club members know that uh, our overtime topic is, are married people healthier? But Doc, this girl right here, or any girl that puts out at the first date or couple dates or whatever and she puts it out there that you know what i'm just having fun i'm not looking for a relationship when a woman says that you are done you are out you are not getting a relationship because they wouldn't say that if they were really into you they'd be too scared to lose you yeah you're you're done that's it you got it you got it well doc in the last few minutes we have left here because you don't often get to express 
uh, what the Doc Love Club members mean to you. And you and I have talked a ton off the air about what they mean to not only you, but both of us. But Doc, if you could right now address the Doc Love Club members and tell them how you think about them and, you know, just whatever you'd like to say to them, because I think they should know how you feel about them and how important they are to us. So you, you guys support the team. And this means you're loyal, and loyalty is really, really important to me. And that's why we uh, add that little segment at the end on marriage and the principles, again, work and dating, of course. But you guys have been supportive, and, you know, I just really, really appreciate it. Jeff appreciates it because you guys, you really guys, I really do love you guys. You guys are the best because you guys, you guys get it. And you're, and you're growing, and that's extremely important. And what's great about it too, Doc, is is that we do have mostly guys in the Doc Love Club, but we have women in the Doc Love Club too, and they're awesome too. They, yeah. they, they get it, and they yeah. really, they're really supportive as well. Yeah, we do have women in there. They, they, they see what we're doing. So, Doc Love Club members, we love you. Absolutely. And, Doc, I tell you what, this has been a really great time. I got to tell you, personally, Doc, I had a lot of fun on this show today because it was, again, uh, it's not like we don't like taking care of the guys. And and that's what the show is all about, really. It's a call-in show. And getting the coaching every single week is really awesome. But, Doc, I tell you that for us to – be able to talk like this for an hour, I think was pretty awesome. I think it, it, like you said at the beginning, it allowed us to be. I just, I want to inspire these guys. Yeah. To be better people. That's the whole thing. It allowed when us to be. When you get wisdom. Yeah. You get wisdom, you're a better person. Yeah, and it allowed you to, to be more philosophical. Like you said, you could, you could slow down and be a lot more, um, you know, because you didn't have to, you, we didn't have t- 10 callers waiting. And again, we love that when that happens. But it allowed you to kind of be a little more reflective, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, some a little different, some a little different. But like I said, these guys, you always get my money's worth of me because I know what I'm putting out, and this stuff is phenomenal. Yeah, and I got to tell you also, guys, that we have a sale for Doc Love Club members only right now, and you can get four coaching sessions from Doc, plus your choice of one of Doc's products, and... The price is really awesome. It's like about five hundred dollars of value for three hundred bucks, and that's what we always do. Like if you notice, we always release sales to you first, and we give you first crack at everything because, as Doc said, we really appreciate you. And every time we're developing something, we're developing something with you in mind, and we're developing something that says, okay, if this can, if this can pass muster with the Doc Love Club members. We said, okay, then we can take it to the wider audience because, Doc, these guys really are the best, and we get so many ideas from them, and and the and the and the, the women too that are in the club. Doc, it's just it's just a great group of people. It really is. Can't beat them. Can't beat them. Well, so you guys that don't have the system, you should get it. And guess what? You'll be sending me an observation letter, or you change my life letter. I guarantee it. Well, Doc, thanks again, man, for a great show. You got it, man. Thank you. All right, guys, and don't forget, we have your overtime coming up. We are doing the marriage topic, of course, and but this, as you'll hear us say, it applies to everything. So we're going to get into overtime, well, right now.
Overtime, and we've got our marriage series going on, but of course this applies to marriage and dating, any kind of relationships, and then we've got the man himself, Doc Love, exclusive content for the Doc Love Club members because you guys are worth it, and are married people healthier? Doc, what say you? Yeah, I'm in this Time magazine, uh, it's called The Science of uh, the Science of Marriage, and so uh, they got a lot of good stuff, but a lot of... I want to say they use a generality that could be interpreted 50 different ways. Whereas when you read the system, uh, it's black and white, it's clear, it clicks, it's simple, nature of the truth. But there's an example. The health perks of saying I do. Oh, in other words, I was eating 80 pizzas a week before I met her. Now I'm going to the gym five times a week. Is that what they're saying here? Well, it could be. It could be you're making healthier yeah, yeah, choices. Yeah, but then yeah, again, but then again, it could be, Doc, that they're uh, maybe that you're you're calmer, you're happier. You know, you're in a good relationship. Somebody's got your back. I mean, the emotional side of it, you know, because we're all, you know, we're all creatures of, uh, you know, nobody likes to be alone. And of course, there's worse things than being alone, as we say in the system. But you know, some right. mental aspects could be playing in here too. Yeah, you're describing a girl with 95 percent interest level. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. So let me read this next thing, and, uh, and I'll do a little catch-up here. Okay. Get hitched, and you're in for a more. You're in for more than love and companionship. Okay, that's cool. Better health and longer life are part of the deal. Women outlive men, outlive men by six and a half years, and then then they have this dash. And here's there's like they say, what is it? The small print takes it all away. If you two are happy, happy is 95% interest level. Most women don't have interest level that high. You know, it's 50, 60, 70. You know, some of these guys are just barely hanging on. But they leave that part out. They don't understand that. And then they say, oh, if the two are happy, okay, ask, ask 100 women what happy means in a relationship. They're not going to say, you know, like two or two or four, black and white. Why did Doc say you can't go back? Well, it's another chapter from the system slash dating dictionary that you're going to get free in DWP 325. Remember, go to doclove.com slash dating dictionary podcast for your 10% discount. Thanks for being here. See you next week. You've been listening to the Dating Women Podcast. Thanks so much for checking out this episode. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Catch us every week on Saturday for a new episode. Until next time, this has been the Dating Women Podcast.